0: Welcome to Cultured. We're so glad you're joining us today. We are starting a new series, Conflicted. Tell us a little bit about Conflicted. Man, we live in a
1: culture and a world where we avoid conflict at all costs. Uh, We are defensive, we're easily angered, we're overly irritated, and it causes us to do crazy things like leave jobs and leave relationships Mm -hmm. and leave friend groups and communities. But what if we were actually running from the wrong thing? Like, what if we were actually running from ourselves. Today, we're going to unpack that sometimes difficult topic. And so I just want to start with this question to you guys. How do most people address conflict versus like, how should we actually address it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like, we were coming up with how do people address conflict and we want to teach you guys how to have a good conflict, but what most people do are they do the three A's. So we got yeah. three A's. They're anger, avoidance and ammo. ammo.
2: Yeah. Molly,
0: give yes. us what ammo is. I'll
2: start. Um, this is one that I, when I, you know, embrace conflict. This so each of us are from. one of these. Each <laughs> of us are one of these. Okay. So <laughs> okay. ammo is, I come in with the facts. So I try mm. to stay calm, cool, collected. You know, I just have these facts that I will die upon because they are true. They are what I saw in the situation. So I come in and present these facts. But the hard thing about facts is Um, The facts that I come in with with are through my lens. So Mm. they're my facts, what I think happened, what I thought was right. And facts um, ultimately are also rooted in emotion. So behind all the facts, there's emotion there. And people come in with different facts, so it can make conflict kind of tricky.
1: Yeah, I really relate to that. I'm I'm less the ammo person, I'm more the avoidance person. Mm -hmm. I do not like conflict, I've never liked conflict. It's scary, it's intimidating, and so what I'll do is I'll act like everything's okay oh yeah, no problem, Like we're good, uh, all good, even though there's actually something stirring in my soul. And the problem with that is is that it leads to this word that is such a deadly word, and it's called bitterness. Yeah. Uh, in the Bible, Hebrews 4.12, it says, see to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Mm-hmm. And so what bitterness does is it's like a seed that's planted in our hearts and mm. it grows and it grows, and the ultimate result of that is it hurts you more than it hurts the other person. And so I have to feel really challenged in order to address conflict. Like I have to take that step forward to not just avoid it because ultimately that bitterness will uh, will be really destructive for my heart.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we have avoidance. You just run from it. You got mm-hmm. ammo where you bring all your facts. You're like, I'm gonna tell you exactly what the problem is. And then I deal with anger, which anger is just, I'm frustrated that you don't see how I see it. And it's a domineering. It goes, I can't believe you would think that. It actually turns the other person into the enemy mm. versus like, oh, I just want to learn from you. It goes, no, you're the enemy and I'm going to be very frustrated with you. And so this totally can dominate your thinking. I think we all probably struggle somewhat with anger, but in uh, Proverbs 14, 29, it says, whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, mm. but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. What that's saying is when we walk into a conversation or any difficult conversation any conflict we have and we come with anger you will look like a fool yeah. you will have folly it just goes fast when you're quickly angered but when you're slow to anger actually you have understanding and you can learn and so we kind of want to make a, a shift right here and we want to talk more how do we yeah. actually address conflict mm-hmm.
1: yeah well The first thing that comes to mind is, uh, it's an amazing tool that can be used for conflict. So if you identify with avoidance, or the ammo person, or the anger Mm -hmm. person, you're probably in one of those categories. You're probably thinking like, well, what do I actually do about it? Mm -hmm. And I want to introduce to you guys a topic called the learning conversation. This is a tool that will change your life. It'll change your relationships and your friendships. And it's really simple. It's, just, it's going into a conflict, going into a conversation with the posture of heart of I'm seeking to understand. Mm-hmm. I'm seeking to learn from somebody. I'm seeking to ask questions. So you guys have been involved in this type of discussion before. Tell us more about what is a learning conversation
2: yeah kind of like you said tim a learning conversation you are going in and you're you're going in to ask questions so most time when when we are frustrated and there's conflict in our life we we go in and we go in to prove our point um a learning conversation starts with asking questions of the other person first like okay, will you share with me um, kind of how we got here? Or you know, that report was late. Will you kind of, let's go back and like, will you share with me um, how we got to where we're at right now? And so it always starts with asking questions, not just forcing your thoughts or your anger or frustration upon the other person.
0: And a learning conversation always starts with you, Mm. not with them. We always want to go into conflict and we go, you did this, you did this, you did this. It's actually preparing yourself for a hard conversation and going, I want to learn from them. The Bible says, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And this is a heart that we have to have. Whenever we have a hard conversation with Mm -hmm. someone, we can't be prideful and think I know what's best. Even if you're in the right, you need to go, I am going to be humble. I'm going to be a learner. I'm gonna go ask questions. And when you have that posture, all of a sudden something shifts in these conversations every time i have a learning conversation and i humble myself it always goes so much better because typically it's not a one-sided story yeah. Yeah. there's both there's facts on both sides that need to be shared mm. and i always think about too is
1: when i go into that conversation what is the goal mm. is my goal to win or is my goal to understand and to be understood like i always think about jesus is such a great model like he was the yeah. ultimate example that we can follow and Jesus never wanted to win. Like he was so countercultural, he was so contrary to what we would expect him to be. Jesus was always about winning the heart, not uh, winning the person, not the argument.
0: Yeah. Like
1: he was always thinking about how about your heart. And so when we can t- kind of take on that posture and go into a conversation with, how can I understand you? Yeah. How can I and how can I help you understand where I'm at? It completely changes the, the dynamic. And what's great too is the result of all of this oftentimes is a is a closeness like yeah. oftentimes it brings relationships closer not drives them apart, drives a wedge between them, pulls them apart, yeah. like we often see in conflict. And
2: I think that's a lie. People think, well, if I engage in this conflict, that is gonna bring them farther apart, but the truth is it actually brings you closer yeah. together if you can do it well, and you can care about the other person in the process. Yeah,
0: the true measure of love is not avoidance of conflict or no conflict, it's actually the ability to work through conflict. Mm-hmm. The people you love the most you have the most conflict with. And there's also this truth that's under conflict is there's always the thing below the thing. Mm -hmm. When we enter conflict or you're within conflict with someone else, there's a different layer that's below. It's actually not, I wanna win. Because if you guys ever been in a conflict and you win and you walk away and it doesn't really do you any good, Mm -hmm. it's because you didn't get the thing that you wanted met. And what we want met is that our identity would be found that people would hear us. Mm-hmm. We are way more emotional than we want to let on, and we just want people to hear us out and to understand our heart behind something, mm-hmm. not necessarily if we were right or wrong.
2: Yeah, that's why in conversations, um, asking clarifying questions as somebody is explaining their part is so valuable. And also just like reiterating what somebody said and saying it back to them to make sure that you are saying it correctly and that they feel understood is so important.
1: Mm. So, so what I'm hearing from you guys is our willingness to engage in conflict is actually reflective of our willingness to love somebody. Completely. And, and so if we avoid that conflict, if, if we go in with our ammo and our facts, or if we just come in frustrated and angry, it's actually a measure of our love for them.
0: Mm-hmm. And our willingness to get into conflict shows our, our level of humility. Yeah. People that never want to engage conflict It's because of their pride that's the thing underneath it, Mm -hmm. And that's really challenging to me because I'm going, man, it just shows my heart that I'm actually more prideful than I think I am.
1: And it's so encouraging because we can actually be a people who says yes to conflict. Like Jesus was a peacemaker, not just a peacekeeper. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes what that looks like is stepping forward into a really uncomfortable situation for the sake of how much you love
0: somebody to restore and to redeem that relationship. Thank you for checking out the Brooke YouTube channel. Every week we put out relevant content for young professionals. We would love for you to like, comment, share, subscribe. We'd love to connect you with our community.